0: It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Kristen, Sarah, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer. You know, fry
1: people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between
0: women. Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Over a glass of wine bottle of wine or sometimes a couple bottles of wine join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine don't miss us <laughs> hello I'm Janet and I'm Carrie and we, we are, are two girls, girls and a bottle of wine. of wine because men like boobs and girls like wine Yay. cheers it's Sunday fun day yeah with Carrie McLeod yeah what's she been up to huh. <laughs> That is such a funny question. It's comical. <laughs> because
1: it's like I went through a lifetime of crap since the last time I was here. And what, been, six weeks ago? I know.
0: Maybe a month and a half. Maybe a
1: month. It Yeah. yeah. It's been a lifetime of Ooh. stuff. I don't think I can take any more stuff. I, I really don't. I I think
0: all of your friends and loved ones agree. Yeah, I I just like, don't. I don't think I can take Send the stuff send the stuff to us. <laughs> Let us each take some stuff. Yeah, I, and... I don't know
1: if I can take any more stuff because it's like one thing after another. Last time I was here, I had the subdural hemorrhage before I was here. Um, because of the car car accident. Yeah. So, I had brain bleed. And then um, I, th- I think most of your listeners probably read my blog too. So
0: um, Life dot com. Yeah,
1: and and so I wrote about what happened to me. I went for a run, and middle of the day, not a high risk situation at all. And I was I was raped um, on April twenty second, and so I've been dealing with that. Um, it's a that's a weird thing that you know th- when that happens. It's it's almost like it cut your life in half, you know before. You were raped when you felt like you could go for a run in broad daylight outside to am I ever going to feel safe, you know? So so I was dealing with that. I I got some criticism for writing about it. Um, Most people were very – I got mostly positive feedback about writing about it. Um, Other women who went through the same thing, one man who went through the same thing. Um, you know, there's there the people who didn't like it are people who they, they don't want you. They don't want to feel uncomfortable. Correct. That's the whole thing. They don't want to feel uncomfortable. So they would rather live with their rose colored glasses. Don't tell me about your problems. Don't tell me your issues. And, and the whole thing is, is that women shouldn't be carrying the shame for that. Or men. I, I told you, I heard from a man who, who, um, was raped when he was 19. And um, the victims they, they shouldn't carry that shame and so that's why I wrote about it. I didn't write about it so that people would feel sorry for me or rescue me or or whatever. Um, I, I wrote about it because I think those are things that we should talk about and, and women shouldn't feel, like they're the ones who have to carry the shame it's not their burden to carry and and they should be able to to talk about it openly this is what happened to me and talking about it helps that's that's all there is to it it does so i i think you know and i've i've done my hermit thing anyway i've done my whole hermit thing this entire year um but I think it would have been worse if I would have just kept withdrawing and not talked to anybody. And I don't know that if you if if Ken wouldn't have reached out to you, I don't know that I would have told anybody. You know, if it wouldn't have already been put out there, I don't I don't know that I would have told anybody. So, um, so I've been dealing with that, and I'm doing okay. Um, we went out on Friday.
0: We did. We did. We went to Cowboy Saloon, which is not a country bar. It is a dance club.
1: A nightclub, <laughs> nightclub. There we you are go. not a country bar. We are a nightclub. Oh my god, we got the worst service, didn't we? Oh my goodness. Uh uh-huh. I had to go complain about it. I had to. Hair Usually like... I'll take it, you know. And and then I'm thinking about. Well, remember when we went to Kona? Same thing. We got crap service, right? I have never gotten bad service at Kona. It's a combination of you and I. I,
0: like, I don't know.
1: Let's blame Steve. Steve was at it's both. Steve, yes. Steve, Steve's one yes. to blame. He was at both of them. Um, yeah, once once I said something though, and, and I don't I don't generally complain about bad service. It's hard. But It was I'm bad. Not,
0: I'm not one to complain either. I know I just she was go,
1: bad. Oh, no, I is- mean, when she's telling you guys, you have to wait. We are busy. Oh, you don't talk to customers. I have that never way. been to
0: a restaurant where they're like, we can't take your food order right now because the kitchen's too busy.
1: Right. And, you know, to tell to tell your audience, too, they weren't that busy. They weren't. And Janet and I both spent time as as waitresses. I want to say
0: I was a waitress for 10 years through college, same Even after college. It was a same second jar. I was
1: a waitress bartender. You know, I I've occasionally picked up temp bartending. She was not busy. No. And then when I found out, too, because when I talked to that manager, the, mm-hmm. the, that guy, Harry. Who, Harry. He, he did a very nice job of catering to me once I complained. You got free drinks, man. I did get free drinks. Um, Watered-down drinks, but still free drinks. <laughs> um, when, I, when I talked to him, I, I realized that she, I learned from talking to him that there were four people, four servers on our side. Oh wow! So, that makes really? it even worse. So what? She couldn't handle like what six tables? Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry. She shouldn't be a waitress then. No. she should damn sure not be mean. But um, yeah, she I got was, nicer she, after you. After I complained. Yeah. Um, again, I even said to that manager too. I'm like, I don't even know how to describe her other than she's a bitch.
0: <laughs> she is. Don't treat Carrie McLeod wrong. Yeah, <laughs> she woke. Yeah, and then I don't Tell know if it was—I
1: don't know if it was you guys or if it was Ralph when we moved to uh-huh. another table. And you're like, do you think she'll figure out that we'll, we moved? I'm like, I don't think she's stupid. I think she's. You said a bitch. that to me and yeah.
0: Steve, and then you also said it to Ralph because mm-hmm. he said he had the same concern. Is she going to be able to find us when we we're right next to the table? We yeah, were? and I don't think she was stupid.
1: No, I thought she was just a bitchy mean girl who had no business having customers
0: you've got to wonder job. like why are those type of people waitressing and maybe she was right. just having a bad night maybe you don't know what's going on in her life before she came into work
1: yeah that's that's true but i am kind of a I, I don't know i feel like you have to be a professional you know even during this past month i i did take a week off but um even after our, all the crap i went through I don't think people at work are feeling it. I mean, they might be feeling that I'm not quite as focused or whatever, but they're not, they're not, I'm not bringing my problems to work. So, so I just kind of believe that leave your, leave your problems at home. You check those at the front door whenever any job you have, right? You you check your stuff at the front door. We all have problems, right? You know, doesn't mean your customers or your colleagues or whatever have to suffer for it. So I'm not very, I've always Forgetting. used
0: work to leave that at the door, so I can escape. Right. It's like an escapism, right? Right. Not that I have a lot of, pro- I don't have problems, but I, in the past when I've dealt with like breakups or stuff like that, you go to work, you forget about it. Exactly. Exactly. For you can eight focus. Hours. You
1: can focus on something else. Mm-hmm. You know, I went. I went to work. People were really surprised by it, but I went to work the Monday. This happened to me on the Friday, and I went to work the following Monday, and yeah, it didn't good.
0: Yeah, we're very surprised.
1: Yeah, when
0: she was on the podcast, and we didn't talk yeah. about it on the podcast. And, and
1: the chair of our department, he made me cry when oh, he talked no. to me. My my boss is my boss is incredibly incredibly nice. He's a really really nice man, but he's not a touchy feely kumbaya sort of guy. I mean, he's Scottish, you which know, which is probably okay. You just, you're hearty. You just. Do your it. job. You yeah. know, and uh, so he was compassionate and kind. But uh, the chairman of our department, he's he's a softer soul. And and he made me cry. He even when I was talking with him about it, he, he teared up and, and I he, he did. He made me cry, not in an uncomfortable way because I feel safe with him. But, you know, it it's still it, it did make me cry. But for the most part, I was grateful for the escape that I have a job, you know, mm-hmm. because and I did consider staying home. I considered taking the week off. My boss said, you know, if you need to take time off, take time off. I I did consider taking time off, but I would have just stayed at home and felt sorry for myself. Right. So it was it was a lot better to to go into work. But how do we get on that?
0: No, no. Oh, the we don't know what happened to our waitress. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) I don't care what happened to her
1: before she came to work. She she should not have been mean.
0: Right. So, um, can we talk about your latest blog post? Sure. So, you kind of told me a little bit about this situation Mm -hmm. the last time you were here. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, listening to the situation, I was kind of like, I I don't have anything. I have no idea what to tell you, you know? And reading your blog, I'm just like, wow. So, let's share in your, what you want to share. And if you haven't read the blog, it's carryonlife.com
1: interest Interestingly enough, this I actually got more feedback from this blog post than any other than the one I wrote about my son being mm-hmm. being bullied. Because I'm still getting letters; he's still getting letters. Oh wow! Um, somehow, some way, it's still getting passed around, and he is still getting letters. And we reached almost a thousand letters. <clears throat> um, wow! To to Skylar, which interestingly enough, he's not even being bullied anymore. So, oh he's, good, he's. He's good. He's, like, finding his own tribe. He came out this year. Uh Um, He he is gay. He came out this year. And I think that helped him. It put him into a a different group of people Mm -hmm. that are much more – the LGBT community is very welcoming, Mm -hmm. you know. And so so he's not even being bullied. But on this particular blog post, I got more feedback. Uh, And what I wrote about was – when I broke up with Zach, I don't I don't necessarily deal with my emotions so 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 well. I'm one I to kind of sweep them under the rug, and you know I come. Where do you think that comes from? Well, I think just that's just how it's. I've always been. I mean, I I was bulimic for for 30 years, and that's just like any addiction where we're trying to stay numb. Um, Natalie Merchant, who is the lead singer of. Uh, Ten thousand maniacs. She once said that Americans are uh, a Prozac nation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I heard this in an interview. And then it was a couple years later that she, one of her songs, one of her solo songs, was actually the soundtrack for um, the film A Prozac Nation. But the the whole idea of we, I think Americans in general do not like to feel bad. Period. And they numb themselves. I, I think we're very much a culture that that does that. And I grew up like that. And I learned to do that when I was bulimic. And so I don't necessarily always deal with my feelings. I don't necessarily th- always feel like... I think part of it is fear. What if they don't end? You mm-hmm. know? And then part of it is I'm just strong and I can handle anything. And so no big deal.
0: And you, I think for my... like, I try and keep keep everything very positive and not mm-hmm. deal with the negative mm-hmm. because I I grew up with a mother that battled depression right. and I don't, I feel like if you jump into that
1: right, exactly.
0: darkness, it's going to, con- it
1: can consume you because I saw that happen. Yeah, exactly. And I have depressive disorders, so there, there's, uh, you know, an anxiety disorder and so there's always that fear that I'm going to just go off the deep end and never come back. Right. Uh, every time i have dealt with my emotions i still come back so i don't i don't really know but a part of it is that you know just wanting to be positive i'm seen as very positive and mm-hmm. and i want to stay that way unfortunately when you're not dealing with your emotions you don't always make the best decisions and that is exactly what happens with me and i never thought i'd be in this situation that i that i um got myself into um you know, I've had men, you know, like when I left Facebook, I, I've told you before, when I left Facebook, I had two, I have over 200 emails and probably half of them are men. Um, and you know, probably a third of those are guys who just want to hook up. The only thing they've ever noticed ever is my pictures and that's it. And I just want to hook up and, you know, clearly don't pay attention to the fact that I'm not a hooking up sort.
0: And there's depth to Carrie McLeod. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I am pretty selective when it comes to who I sleep with. Um, and then, you know, there's other men who just, you know, and I've had men who are like, you are definitely the woman I've been looking for. And I'm
0: like,
1: you're basing this on a very edited version of me because believe me, I don't get on Facebook and tell everybody my flaws. Right. I don't get on who Facebook. Would? I know. It's not, well, people, there's some people who do, but I, I don't get on there and tell people that, you know, I'm moody as hell when I'm PMSing. I may joke about PMSing. I was going to say,
0: you are the best. Like, you have some of the best. Now it's text messages. It used to be posts on Facebook <laughs> to let the world know that you're PMSing it's like avoid caring
1: and when you see it in a status update or on the text message or something it's humorous you know but you don't see how i just totally went off on that person in traffic because they just pissed me the fuck off (laughs) for no reason other than hormones have taken over your hormones are out of control yeah and i I, and you know i mean you just so it's an edited version but it turns out I and, and and everybody's pretty much edited online, and it oh, turned yeah. out that's what I was looking for. Thanks so, God for filters. So the day Zach and I broke up, this particular guy friend requested me, and I think he kind of, I think he friend requested me just because he saw like the sexy shoe Sunday kind okay. of deal. Which I got a lot of friend requests from men because of Sexy Shoe Sunday. I'm sure you
0: did. I'm sure Teresa did. I'm Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, I got I'm sure
1: everybody who got. You guys the,
0: like totally ran circles around me. I yeah, know. I'm like, I never I, realized I, I how
1: much of a fetish some men have for feet and high heels.
0: Well, then the guys started posting more than the girls on Sexy I know. I, I know. And
1: I always wanted to tell them, you know, we don't wear them
0: for you. No. Mm-hmm. I, I wear all the shoes
1: I wear because I like them. You right. know, they're like we art wear to me. what we
0: wear for other women and exactly, ourselves. Exactly. I think it's Betsy Johnson that said we don't dress for men; we dress for other women.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And gay men.
1: Yeah. Because gay men know this. Yeah. So. Um, you know, so I've I've had that experience where men think that I'm I'm you know where I'm like the fantasy to 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 a man. Mm-hmm. You know. <clears throat> Which leads me to always believe there are a whole lot of lonely
0: people out there in cyber world. Why do you think uh, – step outside of cyber world. Go, look at strip clubs. Oh, yeah. These women are – they're putting it's themselves fantasy. out there. Yeah, it's yeah, that it's, whole it's, fantasy.
1: It's fantasy. So anyway, this particular guy, and I'm not going to say his name, even though some people have asked me, who is he? Um, it's not listed in the blog? No. Oh, I, I think my never. brain just
0: like because I talk, because, I knew because the we're name? friends and yeah. I talk to okay. you about it. So, right.
1: so but violate his privacy right. in a blog? No, that's that's not cool. That would have been nothing but vengeful, and I have no reason to feel vengeful. So, um, he he requested me the day that Zach and I broke up, and my breakup with Zach was um it was traumatic to me. You know, he was. He was the love of my life, and I never loved or trusted anybody as much as I did Zach. And um, it broke my heart. You know, it, it seriously broke my heart, and to the point where, yeah, I I spent a great deal of time wondering could I deal with having another child. You know, I I mean, which I know I absolutely don't want one, but you think about those things, you mm-hmm. know. So so, you know, maybe I'll give in this you know just so that i don't lose this relationship and you know so it was it was crushing and so this guy he friend requested me and um, a little bit different than most of the guys who hit on me cuz i'll tell you very honestly most of the guys on facebook who hit on me weren't very smart
0: <laughs> and i'm not saying this I because of the smile me. that you have on your face You're like, <laughs> they just they just nope. <laughs> they, yeah they they
1: just aren't you know when you can't even get your and your right <laughs> or the there there and there right when you write me an email ooh. I, i'm sorry i judge it i, I don't mean to judge you it block? i just i do judge it no most time i just never even open them like oh. like you could see you know how you yeah. could see like the, the top first couple line of lines oh, whatever <laughs> i'm not gonna talk to you <laughs> oh, I'd rather you funny. just think I never ever saw your email right. than it have to deal that with this. fell into that spam
0: folder of Facebook.
1: So, so I I started talking with this guy, and you know, it originally started as we were getting to know each other as friends. And I can say very honestly, I missed that because there there were some amazing things about him. And you know, I I would guess that probably. Um at some point he'll look back and he'll miss that too. I, I think both of us were really interesting to each other because we're both very smart. Mm-hmm. And and I think he's had the same experience as me where he, he doesn't necessarily encounter women online who are who are intelligent. That that smart. Yeah. You know? And if we had some really great conversations and it was nice and, and we opened up to each other and that was that was nice. At that point it was nice. I, I was able to talk to him about my situation with Zach. He talked to me about uh, an ex girlfriend that has to be an ex mistress, but whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna presume. Did you know about he was married? Life. Not no, not right away. Well then it be started to become much more flirty. And even during the time that we were talking and becoming friends, I started transferring. So I think this, I think this happens, and I thought I was above this ever happening, but I think um, I, I realized that this actually is not the first experience I've done with this, just the first time I've done this online. But I, I, I started transferring. It's like here I had all this love for, for Zach, and I started transferring feelings to this guy. And then when you start doing that, you start assigning these attributes to that person that they may or may not have, you know You're creating who you want them to be. I was creating him to be like Zach. Yeah. That's exactly what I was doing. In my mind, I was creating him to be like Zach. So anyway, the bottom line is is that we had this long, um a year long flirty, very, very sexual in nature. Um interestingly enough once we started doing the sexting which I've never sexted with anybody that I've But not as a writer actually, I bet you're
0: amazing. I'm so good at it. <laughs> well,
1: and I write erotica too. Right. Hacking and so yes, I am so good at it. But I have never ever sexted with anybody that I don't actually have sex with. Oh, you know. So that so was Was that hard to no, because in my mind, I'm imagining this fantastic guy who's not Zach but just like Zach, right, you know? And so no, it wasn't hard. So it's not even I mean, I knew what he looked like, of course, and and, and everything. So it would be me imagining him, mm-hmm. but probably not him who he is in his heart, in his mind. right so so um, and it was but as soon as that started happening, then we stopped. With the more mm-hmm. vulnerable, open conversations where we probably could have built a friendship. Now, interesting, when I first, the very first time I talked to him on the phone, I knew in that conversation, I didn't like him that way. I mm. knew that, you know, and, and so part of my whole neediness, clinginess, whatever with him was me trying to hang on to what I felt for him. You know, right? If that if Mm -hmm. that makes sense, it does. It's like in in some part of my mind, I knew that me and him would
0: not be a match, but you wanted the fantasy to continue. Yes, yes. So like guys were with you in your Facebook and your fantasy, Uh you were doing something very similar with this Mm -hmm. this guy.
1: Yes, I was.
0: I, I was doing
1: very similar, and you know, and my guess is I was a fantasy to him too. Right, right. You know, of course. Um. I, I don't know that we ever saw each other as real. but anyway, the, the, the point is, is is, you know, I, I also learned that some women online are incredibly possessive and crazy. <laughs> and I mean, I still kind of knew that this was not real. Right. You know, this is not reality. And there were plenty of times too that like when he would get too flirty, then I'd always bring back, oh, it's so, so really too bad that you're not single, you know? So I, I would always put So that when in. did you realize he wasn't single? It was pretty early on. I mean, did it was it? after we started really flirting with each other, but it, it was, um, it was, it was early on. I mean, you know, I'm ashamed of that. I, I am truly ashamed of that, that I, that was a moment where I could have said, you know what, this is not okay. Let's just be friends. Because I don't do this to other women, and I don't. But still, in my mind, I'm kind of justifying that. Well, I don't really feel that for him anyway, and this is just texting. It doesn't matter, you know. The fact hours and
0: hours away, nowhere close
1: to here. Exactly, but you know, you're having these conversations that are taking away from his relationship, and and I would think about I would think about how would that feel if if i mm. you know like when i was with zach what if i picked up his phone and i read crap like that you know i would i would be every bit as hurt as if he right. actually slept with somebody else mm-hmm. you know maybe even more so because that's getting so caught up and, yeah, in the fantasy and, yeah, yeah and, and, and and so no matter what it's taken away from their relationship so Anyway, a woman started, as she wasn't the first one who harassed me regarding him. So, so you'd think that I would
0: have at some
1: point been like, okay.
0: But how are these women getting your contact information? Because by this well, point you were off Facebook, yeah. right? No, the first, the first four who contacted four. me. Four?
1: Yes. The first four who contacted this me. Dog I don't even know. In See, and I don't even know for sure if they were, he's a very, very good looking man. He earns a very good living, he's a very good-looking man, and I think a lot of women are very, very shallow. That wasn't even what I liked about him. What I liked about him was that at the beginning when we first started talking, he was very open with me about some things, and he was incredibly intelligent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but four women contacted me on Facebook. All, um, one friend requested me, and then she and we had like a 100 friends in common, but she wanted to know how I knew him. <laughs> and I'm like, um, if Why? you think that's your business, maybe you should take that up with him. Right. Um, and then the other three were actually already friends, you know, Facebook friends. And they, they did the whole kind of frenemy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, once he showed up on my page, then they're, they're like, all of a sudden want to be friends, even though they probably never, ever read my page ever before that, mm-hmm. you know? So... <laughs> And then one ended up one ended up blocking me. Um, and I don't know if that had to do with him or or what, but she ended up blocking me, and and I was like, whatever. See, with all this drama,
0: it just that's the thing. It makes me realize why you are not on Facebook anymore. Yeah. See, see, I don't have this
1: drama. Yeah. See, and that's the whole thing. And I'm smart enough to know that if a man comes with a whole lot of dramatic women. He created it. He's the center of it. Right. You know? And so then finally, though, I I got harassed by a woman who was insane. I mean absolutely And that was recently, right? Yeah, over the past two months. She was insane and I was getting text messages and emails every single day from different emails and I don't know if they were masked numbers or burner numbers or what, but I was getting different phone numbers and then I find I find out from Teresa that you can just you can there's apps where you can just mask your number. What? Yeah, seriously. I'm like, Are are you kidding me? You know, so I'm getting all these weird numbers and then one time I got I got one that looked like it came from his number, but in my phone, he's in it by his name, but it came up as his number. And I mean, she was just vicious. And, you know, you're to the a, point
0: where you changed your number, right?
1: Yeah. You're a man stealing whore, all this stuff. You know, we are happy. Leave us alone. He is mine. Get your own man. No, I do not think it's his wife. <laughs> I never once thought it was his wife. Because wow. have you stopped hearing from her? Well, well, yeah, I stopped hearing from her because we discovered who she was, and and um she she impacted my work. Oh, and we discovered who she was, and hopefully she's locked up. But she's she's married. We found out she's married. Also, my guess is he's on the shallow side when it comes to women. <laughs> I'm thinking she had a completely different fabricated profile. Because, see, doesn't this sound like middle school?
0: I can't even believe I'm no, having this it sounds conversation. Sounds like something you would see
1: on Dateline or something. It's insane. Well, so in person, she's like five foot two, maybe <laughs> about three hundred and fifty pounds. Um, she's close to sixty. She is not at all somebody that I think he would. Because he is on the shallow side. Gotcha. So I don't think that, I, I seriously doubt, you know, I'm not on Facebook, so I can't go so look. So what kind but,
0: of rights do you have? Like, what were you able to do to her? Were you able to press charges or harassment or?
1: No, she actually got, um, she got some trespassing charges because of um, her coming to work, to my work. and She's she, here? She engaged somebody higher up than me. Yeah, She's, he's from here. He's, but he's like hours and hours away. Yeah. But she, he is from here. and
0: Oh.
1: Um, yeah. So she, she, she's here. Yeah. So she, oh, she found God. out where I worked. And, and I think actually I think I actually gave her my phone number because um, every now and then somebody, somebody, um, it doesn't happen frequently, but it happens enough where I, I'm not suspicious. And so somebody emailed me through my blog wanting to know if I would read her work. And I said, of course, that, that's no problem. And and so we had a couple of email exchanges, and and then I sent her my phone number. And it was maybe two or three days after that that I started, but I never got work from. I never heard from this email again. Mm. You know, so I'm I'm pretty sure that I was probably stupid enough that I gave my own phone number. <clears throat> but anyway, the whole thing the whole thing was dramatic, and it blew up, and it's and it's over, and it's good. And it took
0: its toll on you, it, like it, physically, it, you. Ken thought you were having a heart attack.
1: That wasn't. I don't think that was this. I, I really don't. I don't think any of that was this. You've, I think you've that had was just so much over the mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, the timing of this was crap because. And I think, yeah. I mean, you know, I was raped and and <clears throat> dealing with with this crazy stuff. <clears throat> but anyway, back to this. Back Sorry. to the online kind of fantasy romance. So many people do it, and I used to judge it so much. You know, before this, I, I used to judge it, and and um and you know, I, I should know by now that anytime I'm really self righteous about something, the, the universe kicks me in my ass and says, "Oh, really? Yeah, okay." So so I um it it hurt incredibly because he he's the one who basically he thought i was harassing him what yeah uh, apparently she was harassing him and he thought i was harassing him he sent he sent me a screenshot of uh the the last number that she harassed me with and um i was kind of insulted just just getting off track a little bit i was kind of insulted that he even thought it was me because her grammar was really bad <laughs> really bad. And I'm like I don't care what circumstances I'm in. My grammar is going to be good. Right. No matter what. I mean, even if I'm writing you in all caps, pissed off as hell at you, I'm still using punctuation. I'm still spelling my words right. You know, and I'm still gonna I'm still gonna edit it just to make sure that my grammar was correct
0: so that the message is received and there's no distraction. Yeah. So
1: this, so this was this was bad, but I, I think that was just an excuse. I I, I want to believe that because he's working everything out with his wife. I don't even know what his situation is with his wife. I want to believe that uh, probably just so I don't feel guilty about it. Um, I I think chances are pretty good. He just found a shinier, shinier, prettier, newer model. You know? Oh, stop that! Oh no, I'm I'm pretty sure because I think I think. I think there's a lot of men that do that. And once, once it starts to get more uh, real, you start to see each, you start to see each other for who you are. I think, I think men just move on to the next one. I don't know what his motivation for doing what he's doing. Um, I seriously doubt he ever, I, I seriously doubt he's looking for a girlfriend, you know? Right. Cause he has a wife. He had a girlfriend, <laughs> but he, he called it his girlfriend, but I'm like, you're just your mistress, but okay. Um, Oh, so I I don't know. And I'm not going to judge him. You know, I I, I said in the blog, and I always believe this, that that compassion is always better than judging. Although I still am in a place where I'm judging that fat bitch who was harassing me. (laughs) I might get past that. But right now I'm still judging her. (laughs) And, you know, what's so funny, too, is I never judge people. I never say I never think things like, oh, my God, that that person is so fat. Ugh, gross but I realize i I do I hone in on somebody being really fat if I don't like them
0: you know if there's something more to them that is not something yes yeah. if i to if you. i
1: if I love them you know I don't care you can be fat why do I care you know what? but but the fact that I hate her yeah I'm like she is like three hundred fifty pounds I mean seriously she has like a butt up here she's got like one of those those front butts you know the belly butt the belly butt <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the belly butt. I want to get to the lesson I okay, learned. Okay, sorry. So I'm, the, the... I'm
0: stuck on belly butt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she
1: had a belly butt. She did, you know those really fat women. No, that I like And it even looks like they have the butt crack. You know. No. Yeah, be- we got to be careful. I might have one
0: of those. No. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to work out twice as much this week so karma doesn't create a belly butt. <laughs> oh my god, you just made me think of that too. Uh,
1: yeah, so but, I mean, really, what I learned, what I learned is that I um, I make really bad decisions when I don't f- grieve what I need to grieve. And over the past, you know, over the past few years, before Zach too, I lost Kevin. I lost Kevin to a car accident, and that's not even one of those things where you can beg for them to come back. You know, I mean, it's, it's just that's it. It's final. It's done. You know, the person's gone. The last thing you ever said to that person, that's the last thing you ever said to that person. Um, I was, I was lucky that the last conversation Kevin and I had was a very loving conversation, but you know, I lost Kevin and that was tremendously hard. And I don't think I grieved it. Um, and I was involved with Zach and, um, you know, it was, it was a way harder loss to, to me than I thought it was. And I probably should have done myself justice because in the process, too, I hurt Ken, you know, because I met Ken a year ago. Um, I I hurt Ken in the process. Um, I I may have hurt this man. I, I don't know. I mean, Teresa thinks that the reason why he told me to get out of his life is because, because of Ken, you know. And it could be. I, I I don't know that for sure, but I, I don't, I don't even think that, but I mean, that's a possibility because he, he told me to get out of his life once before too. And that happened, the timing happened to be when on Facebook, you could tell I was kind of seeing Zach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, I don't,
0: I don't think that's what it is. I think, I think that. So it was, you met him when you first broke up with Zach, but then you and Zach got to Back together, okay. And mm-hmm. pu- it's all. Sorry.
1: Yeah, when I got hit by the motorcycle, one of the other unfortunate events. Oh so. my gosh. Mm-hmm.
0: I yeah. don't think we've talked about all of the stuff. We on have. Podcast. No, we have. We have actually are you i think we've talked
1: about but but no i don't know because there's about on always the something every, no every time there's I something I, every, I don't, every single time i kind
0: of want to lock you in my basement and <laughs> and i always I feel safe down
1: here so i'm kind of okay with that <laughs> i want to lock you as in long my as basement. as long as Ken can you like yeah. in sometimes yeah the, there's a uh, bed then, yeah i'm 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 good <laughs> I'm 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 good yeah just don't let my kids in. No, no,
0: no one can <laughs> no, come. No it Carrie because it could be bad. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll take all the flammable yeah. things away and all the things that could like go wrong. Right. So we'll just turn this into a big <laughs> padded room.
1: So, so I think people can people can read my blog posts and know more about what I learned and what insights I got, and and I'm grateful for that. So no matter what, I'm still grateful for him because. You're I, looking
0: at the positive.
1: I, I did. And I, I learned valuable things about myself. And if it did hurt him in the long run, he'll get over it. Uh, get You know, I felt hurt. You know, the thing is, is that those things I learned, those things feel really, really intense. Because what they're really hitting is your ego. Right. Not your heart. They're hitting your ego. And your ego is like that little kid in you that's just selfish and wants everything all to it's themselves. It's all about me. Everything's everything about me. Me. Yeah. The, your ego me, me, me. is that whole little narcissistic little five-year-old brat. Uh-huh. That lives inside of you. And so it feels really intense and it feels really real. What was interesting was how much feedback. So at this point, I have a little over 50 emails from that post. Are you serious? Yeah. And about about half of them is interesting because they're very defensive. Very defensive. You know, I've been in a relationship. I'm in a relationship like this and we love each other. You know, it does not matter that you're we haven't judging. met. You're not judging
0: in your post. You know, it, we, not love, judging.
1: we love each other. And, you know, I don't even know how to answer those because to be perfectly honest, I really think that people who involve themselves in that situation are avoiding real intimacy.
0: But again, your post mm-hmm. was not judgmental. No. There was nothing no, that but, should but make they, those people but it, react. You
1: know, but I can still see why that kind of bursts the bubble because okay, so she she's sitting here saying those aren't real, you know? And I don't right. I don't really think that they mm-hmm. are. You know, I know of one relationship that actually worked out where it was where it was started
0: that way. Um so it kind of goes back to the he's just not that into you movie where there's yeah. the exception and mm-hmm. then the rule. Mm-hmm. So you know one exception that worked out. Yeah, exactly. The rule is relationships like this are chaotic. I do
1: truly believe that most people who involve themselves in these types of relationships are, for whatever reason, avoiding real vulnerability and real intimacy with somebody. And they can believe that they're being vulnerable and intimate but you, you just can't in the same way that you can be when you're actually with somebody. You know, when you actually get to know them in life, in real life, and or, or at least that was my experience. My experience was, I wanted the fantasy of this. I wanted the safety of it. I wanted to feel like I had intimacy, like I was, like I was worthy and and sexy and whatever, without getting hurt the interesting thing is that your ego gets really hurt I mean it does it gets really really hurt then I got a couple of emails from three three different women emailed me wanting to know if it was their husband
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> wasn't. Here's the list. <laughs> it, it wasn't Madison
1: <laughs> I know it wasn't unfortunately uh, um I had I had no. my, my real-life friends, I had some real-life friends who sent me their stories, and I think they sent me their stories. You know, it also shows, too. I'm really drawn to accountable people, you know, people who are accountable for their own actions. <coughs> and so, um,
0: should we stop Sorry. for a minute? No. Okay. Good. I turned my volume down. No <laughs> one heard that.
1: So, Ooh. I'm I'm... I, I'm really drawn to that and that's how my friends were. So mm-hmm. so I had some friends who who I think they mostly told me their stories because my my you know, people like you and you didn't tell my story, but you know, yeah. my, my, my
0: friends <laughs> Steve's gonna be like, What? What? Who the what? one what? podcast he listens who? to, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um You know, my my friends, and I'm sure you know this about me, know that I am very hard on myself and beat myself up. and, And I think they told I think my friends who shared their stories about this wanted me to know you're not the only one who's done this. You know, right. but they're my friends are accountable for what they did, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it just shows that I'm very drawn to those people who are, are very accountable for their own actions. Then uh, quite a few women want me to think that I have an obligation to tell his wife and I, I'm like, no, I have no obligation to tell his wife, even if I were Do you having that. You don't need that. Even if I were. See, and then that made me think about women who do have affairs with married men or men who are not single and they want to tell the wife. There's three motivations for doing that. One, you want to drive a wedge in between them and force his hand. Two, you want to take revenge on him because whatever, um... And, you know, I'm never a fan of revenge. Or three, you're over it and you do feel guilty and you want to alleviate your guilt. And so even then, which sounds like a nice thing to do. It's a mean thing to do. It's selfish. Because if you want to unburden your guilt and hurt somebody else in the process, no. So no, I'm not going to tell his wife. It's not my place to tell his wife. I'm assuming his wife is pretty well aware of the kind of man that he is because he had a mistress for five years. Mm-hmm. There were times when I would talk to him that I would sit there and I'd think, what is wrong with her? I don't know what's what's wrong with her. Why is she... Putting up with this. Because I'll tell you, you know, he told, he told me that he would spend, like, weekends at, at the girlfriend's house. And, I, and I'm thinking, if I had a husband or a boyfriend, the first time he spends a weekend right. with some <laughs> other woman— He's coming back Sunday night and finding his shit on the front lawn and the door locked. Right. Period. So, so but I can't judge her either because I don't know what their circumstances are. I mean, maybe they have an open relationship. Maybe
0: she does the same thing. I don't know. But like you posted, you're not one to be open to that. You no. s- I'm the same way. I don't want I'm, to share. I am I'm, I'm very So old we don't fashioned. understand. Yeah, I do
1: that. I do have friends who are in polyamorous relationships. I have friends who are Swingers, it's not my cup of tea. It, mm-hmm. It's it's not.
0: But then again, you're you're also smart enough to not judge. Let them be them. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> but this the doesn't life work is, for you.
1: Exactly, exactly. I I'm very well aware of that. I don't think that's the situation with them. Just because a few things they said were, um, implied he has to hide shit from her. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I don't think that's what the circumstances are. But no matter what, I mean, I get these emails and I'm like, you you have a responsibility to tell his wife. No, I don't have a responsibility to tell his wife. I can feel guilty. Do you about respond to I those did. emails? You know, at some point I will answer them. I've, I haven't even answered the ones from my friends yet who have told me their stories. So, oh yeah, I, I do try to always answer my emails, but I'm a little overwhelmed with um, I read them all so all the emails I've gotten on this, I I read. Um, It was just a, it was, it was a good learning experience for me. And, you know, the truth is, even though this is the first time I've done this online, it's not necessarily new behavior for me, you know, because when I, then when I start looking back at, um, I do try to always, especially when I'm in pain. I try very hard to learn the lessons I'm supposed to learn from it. But when I started looking back, you know, the history of my life with men, I, um, if I felt brokenhearted, I often would dive into the next one. And in most cases, I would go for a man who was, Maybe out of my league or maybe a guy that I knew I would never want to have a serious relationship with uh, when I left my husband, even though I'm the one that left. And there's still broken, you know, it's still painful, you know. So then I went through a whole little cougar thing um, with with younger guys. You know, it's it's been a it's been a regular um, it's a regular coping reaction for me. It's just this time it happened to be online. And for some reason that felt more intense and actually more painful, which is probably why I'm just now finally recognizing this behavior in myself. So, um, and I think a lot of people do it. And so I was, it was, I felt a little bit ashamed writing it, you know, because it, it, I I want to think I'm above doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, but just the feedback that I got—so many people are doing the same thing, maybe not for the exact same reasons, but they're doing it. And then you know, I, I told you that I had the conversation with Ken before I even wrote it. How is Ken? Well, he had a hard—he he was. I have to tell you how this ever even came up with Ken was, you know, when I was in the hospital with the brain bleed. When From
0: the he was, car wreck?
1: Yeah, when he was texting you guys. Um, so um,
0: Ken was reaching out to all of us. Yeah, which Ken was, was awesome. When, yeah, Thank when you, I was Ken.
1: In, when I was in the hospital, um, Ken was reaching out, and um, he reached out to to him too, um, because see, he based it on the people that I'm close to in my life. Have, I have little hearts by their mm-hmm. names, and so that's what he based it on. He thought this is a very nice system because I know who counts, <laughs> you know. So, so he did actually send a text to this particular person because now he's not even in my phone at all. But you know, then he had a little green heart by his name. Um, but I also got some of those harassment text messages coming up while I was in the hospital and in a coma. Um.
0: I can some react of those. to
1: those. Well, he says he he was communicating with Teresa about it. He wanted to know if she knew who he was, mm. and and what the situation was. And Teresa has made Teresa knew a little bit more about him than anybody. And so she she thought he was a dog in the first place, <laughs> but um, you know, she also trusts me to to in the long run make smart decisions. So um. They they had some they exchanged some communication about it. and but then, that also may can go back and read some of those text messages. Which he didn't tell me about it first, so it took us a little bit before we talked about it because he he also knew that was a violation of my privacy. Um, But he went back and read some of those very provocative text messages. And were you in a committed relationship with Ken? No, I'm not in a committed relationship with Ken now, which you learned. You learned how... Because, you know, we had that text exchange where we were talking about, you know, I was telling you about Candidus and that and, you know, Mm -hmm. just wonderful things about him. He's a really, really nice man. And you're like, sounds like a match made in heaven. I'm like, whoa, slow down.
0: (laughs) No one needs to rush me down the altar. I know. Just just stop.
1: I know. And then you're like, I was already picking out like, you know. (laughs) Purple and gold. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) get back. I would never make a very good lesbian. Because have you ever heard <laughs> the joke about lesbians? You know, the second date she brings a U-Haul.
0: Oh no! Yeah,
1: I, yeah so. you don't move very quickly. No. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So, so anyway, we we um, that that hurt him, and, you know, and he has some baggage around it because his his ex-wife was having a lot of cyber affairs. Mm. Lots. There were three men at the same time that she. Did all kind of I mean it wasn't just sex it was they love each other oh know? wow and you supposedly love your husband and these three guys that you don't know anyway I have my opinions on her right but you know so so that's some baggage for him mm-hmm. you know what if what if I just what if I met a woman who's the same way but um i I think after we talked he he realized. My motivation was very different than hers. Hers is about constantly stroking her ego, wanting to feel good. She posts 87 pictures of herself every single day. She's on Facebook 24-7. She's looking to be validated constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was uh, mine was different. I'm not saying it was better, but mine was different. Mine was not wanting to grieve um, to major losses in, in my life. And, um not wanting to face that and yeah getting some validation too I, i'll be honest about that so um anyway the bottom line is he he um he took it well we had a good conversation but you know there's something i really really like about him is he's a really great communicator he doesn't try to make assumptions you know he he would rather ask me, even if it makes him uncomfortable asking me the question, he would rather ask me the question than make assumptions and react to that. And I think he learned a great deal from his failed marriage. How long was he married? Uh 19 years. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And... uh his uh his son hates his ex-wife. It's not. Is that him. his mom? No. Oh, okay. Stepmom. His his mom died when he um. was when he was a baby of an aneurysm. Mm. And uh I I don't know what happened in that situation. I, I really don't. But his his son is a good kid apparently. Um anyway. So he took it he took a well, but I think he and I both have those trust issues. I have I have my issues of I don't think I can deal with another broken heart. You right. know, I I am so I've had so many situations where I had to do the right thing and let go or, you know, losing losing Kevin was huge. Um, marrying somebody I probably shouldn't have married. My my ex-husband was is a great man and a great father. I never loved him, and so I have guilt around. Well, how did I waste his his time? And that's kind of how he feels. He feels like I wasted ten years of his life. Um, but he's still alive. He still has life to. I live. know. I know.
0: <laughs> and and I hate people that. Have that mentality. Yeah. Oh, well, you
1: wasted so much of my life. And I never see any relationship whatsoever, like even this situation. Right now, yes, mm-hmm. sure, my ego still hurts like hell in this situation, but at the same time, it wasn't a waste of my time. I learned from it. You, grew. you know, All my relationships I learned from, even the most crappy, horrible ones, even ones with cats.
0: <laughs> Carrie hates
1: cats. <laughs> my cats love Carrie. I know. Your cat loves me. Um <laughs> So I I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> Rain Sorry. distracted me. Rain the cat. I know. Mm, you. And we've talked a great deal about this, so so Okay. We can we can move past this.
0: But no, I think it's a good experience to share and the fact that you're strong enough to share it. Mm-hmm. When I read that, like, whoa! Because Zach manages your Carry On Life Facebook page, mm-hmm. so he'll message me and Teresa, and will you please post this? So yes, of course. Every time you have a blog, I want it. I want the link so I can post it. Uh-huh. Yes, um, and I'm not technical technology savvy enough to know how to. Because th- I'm sh- pretty sure there's some way to. Set something where when you post on your website, I would be notified. Yeah, you, <laughs> but I don't you, know how to yeah, do that. <laughs> you just
1: you subscribe to it, but I don't. I haven't
0: even figured out how you do that. Yeah, um, mobile. So he he does it for me, mm-hmm. and he sent the link to this one. And the last two blog posts have been amazingly powerful. Mm-hmm. So I like take a deep breath and then read your blog post, and I'm like, is Zach still the one sending me this link? Because it's a message from facebook and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay and he is the one that openly said like this one was hard for me to share and i'm like yeah i can totally imagine yeah but he i feel like he's learning things you're learning things you're both growing as people we are we are growing
1: as people and i'm not even so sure that and i hope he's okay with me sharing that
0: no he's
1: he's he's fine. He's used to me. I've never met Zach. I don't know. He's used to me and my fairly (laughs) openness, you know? So no, I think he's fine. I mean, the fact that he even, he even, he told me that he emailed with you. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's, he's opened up a little bit to you and Teresa both, which, um, yeah, I'm sure it was hard for him, but the, The bottom line is I'm not responsible for his feelings. I'm not responsible for Ken's feelings either. Right. You know, and nobody's responsible for my feelings. And so I know he took that hard and he feels like he's to blame for the fact that I ever involved in myself in this. But, you know, really truthfully, you know, and I said this in there, we're all on our own life journeys, making our own mistakes, collecting our own life lessons. And I don't regret it. Yeah, it felt really painful because when something gets at your ego, <laughs> you know, that that is you really are like this spoiled little 2-year-old brat who's not getting your own way, you know? Right. So, yeah, it it was it was painful, but you know, some of those best lessons come from pain. pain. You know, mm-hmm. and so he has no reason to feel guilty at, at, at all. But I know he I know he does. And I know I know he, fe- he feels guilty. For- and he'll deal with it.
0: Yeah, he'll deal with it. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll live. So what is the state of the union for Carrie McLeod? We have seen you post <laughs> some crazy. B- so we're going to wrap up the podcast with you telling us how is Carrie McLeod today? How am I today? Hmm.
1: I'm good. I guess I'm 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 good. My therapist thinks I have PTSD and she's probably right and you know in that sense Ken is really good for me because um he he was in he was in the Gulf War and went through PS, PTSD and uh, so he's very understanding mm-hmm. about it. Um you know, I I'm I'm good. He, yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of emotional stuff, you know, and, and this whole, the whole cyber romance. I, I mean, we talked about it so much because I wrote about it in my blog. But of course, that's not the bigger thing going on in my life. You know, I'm I'm healing from, from being raped and I'm going to school. That's Man, I can't huge. Believe, I can't believe we didn't bring that up. Oh, we're not done. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's
0: huge. Um, what are you
1: going to do? I'm going to. I was originally going to do a doctoral program in industrial. Well, let's backtrack. I was going to do, there was a whole lot of programs I I considered doing, you know? And uh, so some people, some people go through shit and they, they drink or do drugs or shop or get addicted to sex or whatever. I, I go to school. (laughs) So, um, Remind me to share, remind me before we're done to share something about insecurity around intelligence. Okay. Okay. But, um, you know, I took the LSATs, it, it, this isn't like I'm just making a rash decision, I took the LSATs, and uh, I, I considered going to law school, and I took the LSATs back in the fall. Oh, I didn't know that. I did. And I scored uh, 173, which is a pretty significant score you need a one hundred and sixty or above to get into the top tier schools. But then I started thinking, no, I don't really want to do law school. I don't think I want to do law school. And, and then I start, you know, I'm just looking at these different programs and, and I was going to do a doctoral program in industrial and uh, organizational psychology. And what I really want to do with that is kind of that people development, talent development, you right. know, you're, you're familiar with it being in HR. So, um, But then as I got to thinking, the doctorate would make me less marketable than just getting a second master's. So I'm going to get a second master's in that. Um, They are, because my MBA was HR focused, they are transferring some of those credits. So I, I can probably do this in about 15 months, I think.
0: But are we going to hear from you in those 15 months? Or are you no. going to be work and school, work and school? Work and school, work and school.
1: You'll get text messages uh, just from, <laughs> from, from when I was. And, and this is different. So when I was in, I, I did my MBA program online too. And it was bam, bam, bam. There was never time off. The only time off I had, it was one week over Christmas. That was it. It was literally class after class after class after class. This program is seven weeks. And then week off, seven weeks and week off. So you'll have to catch me in that week off, you know, but you will have to
0: send out your schedule.
1: Yeah. You will get text (laughs) messages from me though. What day is it? And where am I supposed to be? (laughs) (laughs) And I'll know I can text you early in the morning because you get up early too. So Uh you'll, you'll get some of those 5am texts. What day is this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you don't catch me early in the morning, um, if you try and text me in the middle of the day, you won't get a response for hours right. because I've been sucked into life, right, right, at work, and yeah,
1: um, I don't, I don't know that people will necessarily feel all that different from me, um, because you're not,
0: it's not like you're in our faces all the time.
1: No, no, and also, I, I, just because I'm officially going to school, like where I'm gonna pay for it. Um, I audit online classes all the time, you mm-hmm. know, Ivy League schools. Just, oh, that sounds interesting, you know. And sometimes there's things that, like, people would be like, really? <laughs> really? Because, you know, I, I love, like, the, the physics classes that you can audit online and, you know, quantum mechanics and... Um, You're so much smarter than all a- of us. Astrology, yeah, but that's what I wanted to tell you about. Insecurity around... in being yeah. intelligent and you know I wrote this in the in the blog post that I don't I don't necessarily think I was ever totally myself with with this person that I had this cyber because you
0: could create whatever you wanted to in the fantasy
1: yeah but you know I think the the part that I'm most disappointed about I mean I think in a lot of ways I was myself you know because I I like who I am you know I'm I'm you're pretty awesome I am pretty awesome and and I'm fantastic you, you know? are I'm funny and you know normally pretty fun although last Friday I wasn't I know?
0: No, you were fine. No, I was. I'm such a chill person that you were perfect.
1: Yeah, I was. I was glad that Ralph came. That was. That was nice. That was fun. And uh, um Christy, I'm glad you get to meet Christy, even though she talks nonstop. I
0: didn't get to talk to her. Oh my god. <laughs> I, know. I feel like I didn't connect with any of your other friends, I know. It except so, Ralph. Like, I know Ralph. Yeah. Like, I feel like I know Ralph, but and, I don't and, know Ralph.
1: And Ralph is personable, so, you know. He's, he's great. Only, yeah, he's personable. He is he's a great a, guy. He's a, I want to set him up with Stephanie. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's so fun and full of life and intelligent, and he is such a nice, nice man, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's physically fit, and I know he's he's... Still significant. I mean, she's my age. You know? She just turned fifty. Yeah, so she's a couple years older than me. So I know he's still older than her, but God, he said I just for some reason I see them together. And that's hmm. that's funny. You know, I had a crush on him for eight years. I never would have thought I'd want to say <laughs> to somebody, but I I do. Um so back to the insecurity
0: around yeah. intelligence.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so you know, I never ever showed this person how opinionated I am what? Yeah, seriously. I mean, I'm sure he saw it like on Facebook and stuff, you know, and he may or may not read my blog, you know, he may or may not listen to this. So I I don't know. I don't think I, I never showed him though, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, here's an example. Like if I were talking to a guy that I like really wanted to date and let's say the guys, because this guy, he did actually say this to me. Um, let's, he said to me something like, um, you know, my, I, I spoil my kid. I spoil my girls. I just buy them whatever, you know, it's daughters. I I spoil them. I I get them whatever they want. Always. I just always spoil them and get them whatever they want. If that was if that was say like say that was Ken who mm-hmm. I do actually really want to date, I I'd have just blurted out. Um so you you're trying to raise entitled children who don't <laughs> think they have to work for anything? Really? You know, because I'm the complete opposite. I'm writing a book called Don't Ask Me, Quit Asking Me for Shit and Dedicating It to My Kids. Because they're like little resource suckers always asking me for shit. But I, the the worst, the, the part that I was most ashamed of is I never really showed him. I didn't want him to know how smart I am. I really didn't. I don't know Why? That should have
0: been a red flag. Karen yeah, Cloud. I,
1: and and I don't even know that that's something in him. It's just I know from conversations and women that he's been involved with, they've not necessarily been the really smart, nerdy girls. You know, I I think he has a more shallow view of women and likes them to be hot. Um. <clears throat> And, you know, and I'm already kind of insecure about that anyway, because no man, it's very rare that a man is comfortable if the woman is smarter than him. Right. But it's also very rare that a man is smarter than me. And I'm not meaning that in any egotistical way at all. It's just very rare. And that's something I really love about Ken is. He, he he'll can,
0: tell you. He doesn't care that he's I'm like s- Carrie's smarter than everyone. I know he doesn't care. He's when you like, had your brain bleed, he's like, I think it's hot. Smartest, smartest woman smart you I know. Are. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, this doesn't affect this. And and obviously, it, it hasn't. <laughs> I know. And even
1: even like Zach. Zach is way smart. I mean, he's way smart. But there are sometimes like I would read like science journals and stuff, and I'd start talking about something, and be like, You're over my head now. <laughs> I never thought you'd go over my head, but you were over my head. Give me the article. I'll read it, and then we'll talk about it. You know, so at least he would do that. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't want this man to know how smart I am. I wanted to be, like, one of the floozies that he's used to talking to.
0: And that is not good, Karen. I know. And if that's you ever what... find yourself in that situation again, you reach out to Teresa and I, and well, we will stop That's
1: you. what most shocked my friends about reading that blog post is mm-hmm. you are always yourself. Always. You know, I, you you don't, and it's like you know when you're caught up, it's it's not even just I I didn't just think of him as a fantasy, I wanted to be a fantasy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know if if that makes sense. So, um, sorry, just burped. <laughs> real life, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's is, it is real life. It's all the down and dirty burping and talking about. Bad crap we do or that I do. Janice at sweetheart doesn't I'm not. do any of that. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I'm not, no.
1: So my my stay of the union address, there you there you had it in a really long You're good. Way. You said you're good, but you're dealing. I, I, I'm I'm good. I I am good and just because people ask this all the time, yes, I am in therapy. <laughs> I have a therapist. I was fortunate. I had a therapist for a very long time, so I didn't have to start fresh. It's not like I, I got raped and then had to go talk to somebody I don't even know. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 I, I'm seeing. It's it's a road uphill, definitely. But I I have really good people in my life. We're pushing okay? you. We're pushing yeah, you. Yeah, I, I do. I have really, really good people in my life. I, I like my situation with Ken, that we're not committed yet.
0: <laughs> You're just there We certainly sleep other. together
1: because the man is really sexy, but...
0: Whoa!
1: <laughs> I'm sure people assume that. I'm 48 years old. He's 48 years old. I, I mean, I... And we're sexy, so I, I'm sure. I'm sure people assume we we sleep together, and and it's very, very wonderful.
0: <laughs> well, well, thank you, Carrie, for being I, on the podcast. I'm sorry I did all the talking this time. Well, I really did do all the talking. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. She always apologizes for doing all the talking. I don't think you apologize on the podcast before. It's usually when I stop recording, but we're still recording. (laughs) I
1: I know, and I really did all the talking. Oh, let's give kudos to to Kenny Mace, because I was so happy to see Kenny Mace on on Friday. Friday, yes. Yeah, and I want him to listen to... Yes. Well, maybe not this one. (laughs) It's a little deep for Kenny Mace, I think. Yeah, that was pretty awesome Uh, seeing Kenny Mace. I haven't seen him in a very long time.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a little reunion. Mm -hmm. Well, Carrie McLeod, I love you. I love you too, Janet. I'm so glad you're on the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad I hung out with you on Friday. And we'll hang out again soon. You'll be on the podcast again
1: soon. Even if nothing else, in August we're going to... (laughs) We're going to a concert. I am so pathetic. Seriously. You know, like even Christy. Christy asked, so when When will we hang out again? You know, Friday. <laughs> well, we're going to Eric
0: Pisley in August.
1: Okay. That's in August. <laughs>
0: What's going on between now and then? <laughs> when do you start school? July. July 11th. Yeah. Yeah, school out of Chicago. Hmm. So. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Thank hey. you, Carrie McLeod. carryonlife.com. And Facebook Carry On Life and you'll find all of her blog posts. But you on won't never
1: actually see me on Facebook. I don't know. Carry Just on so Life
0: changes their profile picture like multiple times a week. You know, I <laughs> I
1: sometimes will send that sometimes send them a picture. Here, I like this picture, post it. <laughs> post it where? On on Facebook. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank you, Zach, for keeping the Carry On Life Facebook page going. Thank you, Ken, for keeping the text messages going when it's needed. And hopefully it's not needed for a very, very long I
1: time. I hope it's never needed ever again. And thank you, Carrie, for putting heart by
0: my name <laughs> so that he used to reach fancy. out to me. You have fancy hearts by your name. <laughs> I'm super excited. Uh-huh. All right, everyone listening, thank you so much. And everyone have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsinabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Comedy Radio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.